welcome back, everybody. Real quick, before we Woo! before anything happens, I have some inspirational words to uh, get us started today. But before that, even before that. But real quick, before that. Okay. Yeah. I have you some got inspirational. Something? I have an inspirational video to play. Just the audio is what's oh, important. Oh, a video. Oh, that's awesome, man. Just the audio is what's important. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I could use this one. So, you know, just wanted to share that with everyone because <laughs> life gets hard sometimes. <laughs> um, can I just say, man, that yeah. that can I just say that really I resonate with 60% of what the gentleman had to say. Um, can I explain why? Let me just say why. Because Go ahead I, and say why. I could only hear about 60% of it. Uh, and the other 40% it was I was think it, it was the, the noise mix. gate. I think it was no. I think it was the mix that he used. You know, just the mix of everything was just a little tough for me to comprehend. You know, mm. but well, so I picked up on everything. Of that, man. I picked Did up you? on a hundred percent of what you could just you said. say. Could you? Oh, what I said. Yeah. Could you tell me? Reiterate maybe in layman's terms what what that good what that good citizen was saying. Right. So that good American citizen was saying basically, <laughs> you know, you might be popular. Everyone might like you. Um, but you, I don't dude. like you and oh. I'm going to, and I'm going to make sure that you fucking die. That's what he said. It was either that or, or, you know, pick yourself up by boot, boot straps. Oh, okay. It was something, Jesus. it was something along the lines of, you know, everything happens for a reason. Something? Um, you know, it, it, you miss every shot you don't take. Um, that's when if you, if you. Aim for the moon, but if you miss, you land amongst the stars. You know, there's something along the that's lines someone of that. Else, that's someone else, too, though. Um, but bottom line is that I was taking a big, big old dog shit just a few minutes ago, and that was the yeah. video I ended on. And yeah. that was the video I finished, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Dude. it really just kind of inspired me, you know? So I so wanted to share that with everyone. Do you ever masturbate on the toilet like that? Is that what you're saying? While I'm shitting? Yeah. Coming That's got to feel good. That's got to feel good. I don't know. It's like one of those things where, like, can both things they can because people can are they into coexist? That. Can one thing yeah. happen when the other's happening? It got to be yes. I would say yeah. That's a that's a kink. Unfortunately, that's crazy, dude. That's, that's one crazy. thing. Look at me. Look at me right now, everyone who's watching this. Me. Oh, if, then look at you. Look at me. That's me? not okay. Well, Being come on, man. Don't play. don't kick sh kink shame, man. I'll kink shame shit play, dude. Come that's on, fuck. why? Because that's you can't fuck. fucking you can't do that, man. We, they like that. We love. They like to do that. I don't that care shit. if they like that. That's fuck. It's not that that's bad, poo -poo. man. You don't play what with about, poo poo. What about uh, uh, sub dom shit? That's fine. What do you think of that? Wrap that rope around your dick and squeeze. Toy. Wrap that toy around your dick, fuck toy. <laughs> Wrap that piano wire around your dick and squeeze. <laughs> Put that fucking dick underneath well, your car look, and run it over, fuck toy. At the end of the day, anything that's consensual is, consensual. is okay. But if you're into scat play and shit play, <laughs> that's fucked. Skillabab it can be okay, oh. but it's still fucked. Oh, yeah. You can be into that, 
Oh, yeah. But that's fucked. Fucking wrinkly. A little bit, huh? And that's all I'll say about that. Welcome back to Beyond the Pine, everyone. It's episode hey, 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 264. Hey, hey. And yep, there's no signs of slowing down. Let's do not a ch- no sl- sign of slowing down, dude. Let's keep this thing going, baby, with a song on the intro tail. And a one, and a two, and a skiddly do. I said, welcome to Beyond the Vine. It's gonna be a great day, day. I said, welcome to Beyond the Pine. It's gonna be a great, great day. I'm depressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're big, big boy depressed. No, guys, but for real. Um, no, guys, but for real. <laughs> Fuck. No, I just want to say uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good... So much good going on in uh, both James and mine, our lives. And <coughs> but, you know, sometimes you can't control ye old darkness hovering over you, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know why I was just telling James this off the podcast. I just came off the heels of... of uh, Doing Whales Talk's second show at Tempe Marketplace. And, and it was, was great. An amazing time. It was so fun. Oh, uh, direct supporting for Isaac Dunbar. Also, guys, right now, go in the link in the description and uh, pre-save my song, Ottawa Rockstar. It's actually technically coming out tonight, but go pre-save it because I think it fucking helps. Shows the label that it, uh, you know, people are interested. So go click that link. Pre-save to Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Um, I appreciate that very much. Um, anyways. It's, yeah. it's honestly one of my favorite songs of yours. Thank and you, like, we have a music video in the can. Uh, I trashed it. Um, oh, fuck, man. But, yeah, so we're going to have a music video for that very soon. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs of yours because it's, like, it's very different than everything else. You know, the rest of your singles so far have been, you know, at least musically more upbeat. Like, yeah. I, I really, really enjoy your lyrical content because it's very Thank real. You. It's like the perspective that you take on stuff is really like, it's, there is like a, a level of melancholy to it because it's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, life, this is life and I'm going to mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. life in, in the As most genuine and honest way that I can <clears throat> because that's all I know and that's all I want. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. the subject matter is always like reflective and like um, presented in like an upbeat way, but it's like mm-hmm. the subject matter doesn't always match like upbeatness, you know? I love um, that shit, man. It's not it's necessarily so like the most original thing. Like lots of artists do that, but it's a really fun way to express yourself because you can feel good listening to a song and or feel you know, whatever it is that you wrote about or whatever the subtext is. You know what I mean? I love that. I love writing like that. I like writing subtext happy songs huge, that are man. happy and happy songs that are melancholy as well. Like, it's it's really fun. It just really depends on, you know, the what comes out when you're writing and shit. But, but I feel like um, that, I appreciate the that type of music resonates so much more and is much longer lasting because... Like, I think it covers more ground. 100%. And, like, if you can, you know create art that is relatable and honest that's what's you know it might not be the quickest to rise as far as popularity or success but mm-hmm. 
it lasts much longer, you know? Yeah. And like, agreed, it's not just, agreed. you know, you're not just bragging or like, um, saying that you're the best or whatever. Like we see in music, like all this shallow shit where mm-hmm. it's like money and, and fame and fucking getting girls and fucking all this shit. It's like, have something to say. And that's, across all genres of music there's that there's that level of like i'm fucking dope and i'm the best and like listen to me because i'm the best and people are like okay but then on the other side of that there's the real shit where it's like you're making incredibly you know amazing music and you're also being honest and genuine with who you are and expressing that in your art and that's that's what art is dude it's it's an it's an expression right and like yeah i know for me being able to creatively express myself is of the utmost importance. It might be the most important thing internally for me is being able to express something creatively. And Mm -hmm. that's why I was, you know, a few years ago going through such a hard time is because I wasn't able to creatively express myself and Mm -hmm. I didn't have the the tools or the skill set or the experience or even just the mental, you know, I wasn't in the mental mindset to be able to do that. And so it fucked with me because I wanted to do that, but I couldn't. But mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I can do that. And so like when you can get something out that's in you, um, even things that are like unspoken or subconscious, but you feel them and you can't always pinpoint them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes being able to express that in a creative way is the only way that you can actually get that out. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of like there's a part of uh, I'd like to think being an artist <clears throat> in any area that can only be fulfilled in, in like this expression that is like very personal that isn't just like doing something you like, but it's it's very personal and emotional that you can only express by doing that art. You know, and and if you don't, then it's kind of like suppressing emotion or bearing emotion or something like that. So it's something that like builds up and builds up and builds up. And uh, I feel very lucky to be able to have the opportunity to do that. And performing shows has been like just another outlet to do that. And I I found with this second show, it's only the second show, like most bands do hundreds and hundreds of shows. But I think it's been really But they all started with one show. Yeah, a hundred percent. But it, what I mean is, like, it's been really cool to do that kind of skipping. Not skipping. I put my time in. It just was. I put. I got the same experience that I needed to do these things or, or be ready to do them. But jumping right into the show now, like my perspective and and what I what I take away from the shows I, it feels different than like when I was in high school doing shows or, or if I was in a band that I knew it was going to take 20 years before anything happened or something like that. I don't know. It's hard to like really say what I mean here, but what I mean is when I come away from the shows, it's like I can already, I've skipped to already in the second show, being able to be more present and uh, at the show and it not be this whole nightmare of a thing that I can't like control. It's like, I can actually enjoy it already the second show and I can be present and I can also like learn and study the audience behavior, but like still be present and like really enjoy it. And it not just be like, um, this performative thing that you're kind of 
all the decisions are made before you go into it and then you do that and then you come out and then you don't really know. It's, it's, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, kinda, kinda, I don't even know what I mean. Like I'm trying to imagine like when we did the SB seven shows, like I wasn't present at all for any of it. It was this very, like all of the decisions, all of my emotions and my behaviors were subconsciously decided and some consciously before we even went and did any of those shows, how I thought about it, what my opinion was of it, um, how I was going to act, how I was going to think, what, what my takeaway was, what I thought of it, all of that was predetermined by myself. Um, so going into it, there was nothing to take away from the actual show. I uh, blocked the opportunity, created no opportunity for me to absorb anything from that, whether that just be emotional or, uh, or knowledge and learning from the show or anything like that. And the first show was sort of like that this, uh, for Whale's Talk. The second show, uh, I was able to be more present and, and, and experience it and, and kind of like in an improvisational way where it's just like, I'm just being me. I'm just doing this. You know, there's still some like performance and perform performative like aspects to it that have to be there that will be there. But I'm really trying to do that on all these shows so that like, it feels genuine for me. Like I can still be amazing and be what I think is like an awesome band and a, a great front man and stuff like that without having to like put on a character too much or anything like that. And just kind of like, just be that. And, and I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I think it's because like with the SB7 shows, because we did two, we did two live shows, right? We did the one like very early on. Yes. Um, Th yeah. Yeah. And then panels and shit, but it's, it's performative, but not the same. Yeah. Yeah. So like with the first show, I feel like we were very excited and had this very like hopeful, like mindset and like this is so cool that we're able to do this but then with the second show that was like you know within the last six months or maybe even less than that oh yeah no before, one knew that we were ending right, we knew that it was knew. like this is it and so yeah. it was like cathartic i wouldn't say cathartic i would say mm. like almost pointless in a way like that's how i felt anyways like sometimes sometimes and again like you know, when you reflect on things, you're how like right now, how I feel can change how I reflect on things, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. Because like right now I'm, I'm depressed and I'm, you know, going through shit. So when I think back on things and I reflect, I'm going to resonate more with like the negative emotions that I was feeling at the time. But like right. when I'm happy right now and excited, I'll think back fondly and be more nostalgic and be like, you know, but like, blah, 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 it would all happen for a reason or whatever. And, but like, and neither one's bad. It just gives you a different perspective. That's um, so true. And That's like, so, true. so thinking back, I like knowing a, that we were like going down, um, and we knew that we didn't have much time left with the show. Um, doing that live show to me, was like, there's no reason to like go above and beyond because we're not going to be able to save this. Mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, yeah, it was just like this weird thing where it was like, it was complacency too because like we knew that a certain amount of people were going to show up and that those people were big fans of Sugar Pine 7. And so like we didn't have to try extra hard 
you know? And maybe right. that's just me, but like, yeah, man, that last like six months to a year of doing the show was like, it was tough because oh, I it was agree. like that was the, the grind that we were on and we had to stay on that grind knowing full well that we weren't going to be able to like continue doing it or, you know, grow in a way that we wanted to. It was like, just keep doing this until the day it comes where they decide, okay, today's the day that you, you're fired. You know? I don't even think we were capable of making it any, any uh, financially better. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it wasn't like, I do think we were like pieces of shit in the sense of playing Fortnite and stuff like that. But also when we got canned, we gave up. You know what I mean? As well. Because like it was, there was no saving. It wasn't like, well, if we show them we can do it in this time. I mean, that would have been a better mindset to go into even being canned. But like, we had already been at 100%. Like, you know what I mean? Very interesting. But um, anyways, before I fucking digress off onto Auto Rockstar mm -hmm. and then this, I was going to say, man, I don't know what the fuck's been going on. So many good things have been happening. Tonight, mm -hmm. Ottawa Rockstar comes out. It's the last single that's coming out before the full EP comes out. Um, dude, I just got hit with like, and I don't even want to, like, I'm like afraid to use the word depression because there are people that like have it way worse and, and have it medically that like you know, feel disrespected when you say like, I'm depressed. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I am like, you can say that. What, how yeah. you feel doesn't change or take away any value or power for how other people feel. Yeah, no. And I know that for sure. I think I just want to be respectful to those who have it way worse, you know, but I, uh, but also days don't recognize and allow yourself to feel things. Yeah, that's true. Because it's your feelings. Your feelings yeah. are, matter and are very important. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I think that when you allow yourself to feel things, you're not taking away from any other people that are going through hard times. Obviously, people are going through harder times. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. There's no, a fucked true. war that's still going on in Ukraine, and it's yeah, getting worse insane. and worse. And yeah, it's 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 you know it's tough to allow yourself sometimes to like be like oh i'm depressed but when shit like that's going on but like no you can feel fucking depressed for your own reasons and yeah. all that shit's still going on and you still have empathy for that you know and i think the thing that the main thing that i feel isn't like poor me i'm depressed it's like a what the fuck Mm -hmm. like yeah like i'm just like baffled that i feel this way and feel totally paralyzed yo raise your raise your hands if y'all can relate let me know if you can relate yeah dude but it just hit like two days ago and yeah just like i've been in i think having adhd maybe contributes to it because there are mm -hmm. similar things with people who have adhd who are not treated who um like you get this paralysis of like not being able to do something because you're procrastinating or like you've got this thing to do, but then you're like, oh, fuck, I need to do this too. And then you go do that and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to do this. And then you spend hours and hours doing everything you need to do except the thing you really need to do. Um, and then also you can just be like stunned on your fucking phone and like, sure, some of that may be an excuse or whatever. Some people may look at that as like, well, just don't, whatever. But like, it's so much harder than that. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's completely paralyzing. And then that... I'm noticing is such a shitty, toxic thing that it is like just in this funk or whatever the fuck's going on the past two days. Everything's good, you know, mostly, but I just, yeah, I'm like, I can't, I don't give a fuck about anything right now. It's super weird. Like I know I care, but on the surface, 
I don't care. And I can't do anything except for like what I absolutely have to do. It's super weird. Just like, like life doesn't feel happy. You know what I mean? I know things are happy. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy in my relationship. I'm happy with my career. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I know on paper I'm happy. I just, everything, like the world's just fucking bleak and there's no color right now. But I know that I'll get out of it. You know what I mean? And I know you're going through your shit too. And like James and I were talking earlier and we were like, I was like, you know, our causes are very different and not scalable and non-comparable. But what is comparable is like this cycle in which we're both like, yeah, man, we're fucking on it in LA, like get together and like life's amazing. And then we're like within a couple days, our, our, we sync up, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so. But that's because like, I think when you're, when you're on the grind, um, think about all the energy that you're, you know using and yeah maybe i just using. gassed myself out i think you just and gassed I, out and then and i got like, sick and had yeah. to do not had to but then had to had a cold for that performance and then was still sick after that and i'm like i'm the i'm on like the tail tail end of being sick like if i got a good night's sleep tonight i wouldn't be sick tomorrow but it's so funny like, that, that must be it just like gassing I don't think yourself that, out i don't think that there's one thing that's causing it um i think you know the tricky thing with depression is that it's usually a combination of things you know you're mentally and emotionally exhausted. Um, there is definitely, you know, because what is it? Depression is um, anger that isn't being expressed. And by anger, it's not like necessarily angry at someone or something, but it could be compounded from several different things. Um, and And then there's times where it is, of one large factor that right. is contributing to it. But when you're going through it, it's like, it's usually not just one thing. And that's why there isn't just one solution to it. You know, like, oh, this is why I'm depressed. And this is how I fix that. And if I do that, then I won't be depressed. It's like, nah, not It not, always not happens usually. too when you, when you need yourself to be at 100% to handle everything. <laughs> I find like, I guess not every time that I have a lot of things I need to do, does this happen? But when this happens, it's like, damn it. I need to be at 1000% mm-hmm. right now to handle all of these things. And I'm not, I'm at fucking 10%, you know, very weird. But that's life, but, man. Shit never works out that way. And of course, yeah. when you're, when you have so much on your plate and there's so many things going on is when your brain's like, nope, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw this at you. And then mm-hmm. life's like, oh, and also this is happening. And you're just like, can it not? Can it but not? It's like, nope, sorry. Already happening. Now you got to deal with yeah. it on top of everything but else. It makes you grow stronger, man. Like I, I definitely, I don't feel cathartic right now or like, like I'm gaining anything from feeling like this. I only feel like I'm losing, losing, losing. By but the, feeling this the way. lesson will be there. It's later. Yeah. It's later. Thank fuck, man. Teach me a fucking lesson, man. Not like a hard one. Like, don't make me go homeless or anything <laughs> like that. Your legs are gone. Legs, <laughs> sweep the legs. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. Fuck I don't dude, want. Yeah, I was. In, I was on fucking. I was walking on the street and I ran into this fucking crazy person and they sweep my legs and now I'm out. I'm out of no, the competition. I'm out, dude. out of the comp. But yeah, man, just sometimes we want I want to be real and let you know what's going on, how we're feeling, dude. But I know that I'm going to get through it. I'm still feeling good at times, you know what I mean? I'll have my moments, you know, but I got to do things, man. When you're, if you're feeling like this and you can relate it all, dude, 
you got to do things and uh, you got to do the things that are that are good for you. I haven't been able to, but I think I'm going to push myself today after this podcast to like clean my house, shower, uh, fucking go for a walk, then do a bunch of things I need to do for the promo, you know, like just like force myself to and hope that I'll see the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Because I know I will. It's just a matter of time. You and know? that's and the great, longer. But sometimes, sorry to cut you off, sometimes yeah. it's important to just sit in that and let yourself feel it. Because at the end of the day, if you just try to numb it or, um, and by numb it, I don't mean not doing anything because that can be numbing it too. But sometimes right. if you try to just like distract yourself and force yourself to do things, you're not, it's not going away. You're not actually like, healing it or letting yourself feel it and usually like in order to heal you need to fully feel what you're feeling and 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 that's the hard part too because it's like it's hard it's very hard because you feel like it's hard when you don't know what you need to heal from like this doesn't feel like there's anything to heal from it feels like it feels like all the things that i can identify that that could be contributing it's like to even solve those or heal from those i just have to be an adult. I have to work hard. I have to do all the. You know what I mean? Like, I think I, I think you're being a little short sighted with that. Yeah, maybe. I promise you, and this is for anyone who's going through something like this, where you're kind of just you know, relatively vaguely depressed, and you don't know why. It's not the right here, right now things. Everyone has very, very, very deep pains and traumas that's true that we haven't processed because we don't know how to process them and even when you do process process them they don't get erased they're still there and And you have to revisit them again and again and again yeah and like you know i promise you that and you don't necessarily have to do this like now for this but we you know there's deep things there that are affecting you and yeah. I know there are very deep things that are affecting me. Yeah. And I'm absolutely going through it in one of the worst ways I have in years. Yeah. You're and handling it incredibly, though. Like, I don't even know how you're, you're being so strong. I'm so fucking proud of you. Like, I feel you and I see what you're feeling. But I also see the, this fucking strength and you still have your fucking head on. And that's like everything, because that'll carry you through it. You know what I mean? That'll that'll that. that'll allow you to feel when you're feeling this bad. It'll it'll allow you to to still, you know, put you on the right path. And I think that's so admirable because I don't feel like I'm on the right path yet. You know what I mean? It just all feels pointless. And so that is so fucking. I I don't know how you you have that. I mean, I guess. Saying I don't know how you have that's not that not true because you've always been like that and I've you usually I'm like that even when there's terrible shit going on in my life like this is I'm not in a like uh, emotionally terrible place you know what I mean so like I've been in way worse situations and had my head on that's why I'm my the reason I'm even talking about this is like I'm just kind of like fuck man what do I even do like this there's no like major thing to tackle it's like you know, just I, I truly think, man, 
just let yourself feel this right now. Just let yeah. yourself feel this because... For how long though? How long do I like sacrifice... Don't uh, think of it All like the that. things I have to do. Right, because no, it's, it's important. Okay to do, no, it's you're okay fucking to do, right. It's okay to do the, you know, the things that you have to do still. I'm not, it's, it's not an either or thing. It's not black and white. Like either you do all the things you have to do today and you're not depressed or you stay depressed and you're not going to do those things. It's like, it'll all, it'll all happen. It'll all ebb yeah. and flow. Just, but I'm saying and like... It's important if, if, you got, if you got to get through it, don't delay letting yourself get through it. Don't push yourself deeper, but be open to the process of moving instead of mm-hmm. questioning it so much. And because all of that, you're so right. All of It'll what come. I'm doing is, is only stopping myself from yeah, it's like processing you're trying, whatever I need to process and moving, moving on from it. You're trying to, even though you might not think it, this, what's happening right now is a defense mechanism. And I know this about you because we've talked about this, yeah. that your defense mechanism is, and this has been with family stuff and everything mm-hmm. like growing up, your defense mechanism has been literally like not think about it, yeah. literally not think about it. And I'm sorry if this is too personal of a thing. No, 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 if, no, if you're, you you're totally to right. That, I can take it out. Please but. do, man. Please do. This is that real one beyond the pine, baby. But like, knowing that about you because you've put that in words to me yeah. that you don't like you do anything to not think about it and then mm-hmm. in turn do something that makes you happy but that mm-hmm. is like textbook repression that's literally right. re- you're repressing these things so that's why i'm saying like if you let yourself feel this right then you'll be able to go in deeper and potentially you know find out a root cause to what's yeah. actually yeah. making you feel this way um, rather than because even now though with what you're saying is like oh I'm going to kind of force myself to do all the things I need to do that's the same thing but the flip mm-hmm. where instead of like I'm going to ignore this and do something to make myself feel happy I'm going to ignore this and do something that makes me feel responsible or mature right. because that's what I think Which I in have turn- to do yeah, but eat both, it's happy. both sides of the same coin. So uh-huh. right in the middle there is letting yourself feel this and through the process of feeling it is is you're going to like get to a lower point to where like you reach the threshold of like... Where you cry. Oh, th- yes. And yeah. boy, oh boy, I am waiting for that to happen because I haven't oh. cried yet. Um, yeah. But you know what? And I want what, to. <laughs> everything you just said is beautiful. And that's the, like what I was saying. Like, I don't know how you have this. I don't know how you... It's because you're, you're, you, do, you do know what the causes are. And you're aware of what those are, what that's making you feel. And so you're, you're aware of it all. You know what I mean? You know it. So you're in it, but you know it. You know? And you know why. And that's huge, you know? And you will like allow yourself the opportunity because if you weren't and you were just suppressing it all and just, you know, then you'd, you'd, be, you'd be where I am, but in a way worse situation because what is going on for you is, is like really intense, you know? So fucking good on you for being strong, dude, and, and keeping your head on and like, yeah, yep. and burping, you know? And all well, that it's shit. like, dude, I, I often feel, and this is gonna be funny, I'm very grateful. Um, 
for my level of awareness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm so aware of myself and of others and what's going on and with me and with situations and whatnot that I'm like, man, I wish I wasn't. And it's like in no, nah, because you would feel worse. No, for sure. But it's like in Infinity War when uh, Thanos is fighting Iron Man, and he's like Stark, and then he's like, "You know me?" He's like, "Yes." You're not the only one cursed with knowledge. And it's like <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm cursed with knowledge, man. Yeah, I can't yeah. not know these things because I know them. I usually am right there, fucking with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I usually know what's going on, and like. Even even though I w- I'm someone that like suppresses things, and I'd been working on that for the past like three years, um, I I still like I usually am in, uh, relate to where you're at right now with the awareness of things, and that bringing you um, some kind of peace within the storm that allows you to handle the storm better. Instead of like, why is there a storm? <laughs> why am I fucking, what's going on? You know, so I, I appreciate the fucking, the talk, man. I appreciate that. And I hope that, uh, I hope that everything, you know, keeps moving forward for both of us, dude. And I hope that will. if you're, if you're listening and you relate to any of this right now, man, I hope this doesn't make you guys feel worse, dude, because at the end of the day, we got, we got, like James said with the coin, we're two sides of, of the same coin right now. They're a little different, but we're on the same coin. You know, we've covered a lot of ground here with types of not feeling so good. Um, and at the end of the fucking day, we felt like this before. I'm saying we is the royal we. You listening right now. We've felt like this before and you've gotten past it and felt amazing. And then you felt like it again and you've gotten past it and felt amazing again. We're going to get past this and we're going to feel amazing again. Now let's sing a song. No, but truly, and like this... Uh... I used to hear this and think it was a very like cliche thing to say, but the older you get and the more you grow and the more you go through, you realize that this is one of the, actually the truest things ever in life is that time heals all wounds. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Jared Leto, 595. Jared Leto has a fucking blurb in the Bible. (laughs) Dude, truly though. Yeah. Time will continue to go. And you will get through this. That's a fact. That's a fact. You'll get through this. And you'll come out the other end having learned a lot. And the sun will rise tomorrow on another day. You know, it's like sometimes we, we limit ourselves with perspective. And we do a lot to ourselves, man. We do a lot to hold ourselves back. And prevent oh, yeah. ourselves from growing. And Get out of your own way. Give yourself <laughs> the opportunity. You Truly. Know? You know? That's and it. give yourself some grace to be like, it's okay if I feel this way right now. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to experience it. But it's not going to be forever. And you know, you'll wake up one day and be like, I feel a little bit better today. Maybe I'll do mm-hmm. something to make myself happy or do something... Um, that I've been putting off, working on something, doing something, whatever. And then you'll be like, oh, nice. I have some energy back. And then a week goes by and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. And then a year goes by and you're like, wow, I was so depressed a year ago. 
And I'm feeling yeah. a lot better now. It's because it's all about planting those seeds. And it's a slow process, but it's very important because, you know, if you don't plant those seeds as far as like the growth in you and your mental health and things like that, if you don't plant those seeds now, then there's going to be nothing that's grown a year from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? That's so true. That's Do so your true. future self a favor. Do your future self a favor, man. And then voice crack there. <laughs> that was hilarious. Let me stop you right there to hear a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your phone or computer. I don't think I'm alone when I say that I almost exclusively online shop. Um, it's the easiest way to find exactly what you need, and you can find discounts, which is where Honey comes in. Um, and there are just some things that aren't worth me getting up out of this chair, going to a store, and buying. And I'll tell you right now, whenever I'm ready to check out with whatever I'm buying, I almost never have a promo code, and it's pretty hard to find one, right? Not with Honey. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop, baby. Just the other day I was shopping for a black promist filter from my camera and I found one on B&H Photography and I used Honey to save about 13 bucks on it. And Honey was super easy to use. They'll either prompt you to uh, apply codes or search for codes, and then it'll automatically kind of search across all the codes that it has and apply one that works. Or you can go in and manually copy and paste the codes that show up on the drop-down menu. And Honey doesn't just work on your desktop. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting Beyond the Pine. I'd never recommend something I don't use. And with Honey, it's a no-brainer. So right now you can get Honey for free, for free at joinhoney.com beyond. That's joinhoney.com beyond. Thank you so much, Honey, for sponsoring this episode. And now let's get back to the show. Dude, you know what I just watched last night that I mm. didn't finish? After all this time, so I was talking about this shit on, on, uh, on stream. And then I was like, man, you know what I want to fucking watch again? Rush Hour, dude. Oh, I want to watch dude, Rush Hour Dude, you've been talking again. about watching Rush Hour for like three weeks. Yeah, yeah and I've been thinking about it for years. Because <laughs> I saw Rush Hour so many times as a kid, I fucking loved it. And then someone said, well, you know Jackie Chan says the N-word in it. I was like, whoa, what? Does he really? He's like, Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, there's a scene where he, where he says the N-word. And I was like, well, first of all, it's not like he improv that. You know what I mean? It doesn't right. make it okay, but let's not put it just on Jackie Chan. That's the writers. Um, and I watched it last night. And he said it twice. Um, and the context was, it doesn't make it all right, obviously, but the context was just to explain to you what happened. Uh, Carter... The police officer, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the black Someone guy. On my yeah, he's a black gentleman. Played What's by... What's his name? Um, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. He's so good in this movie. It's actually so... Oh, I also watched another movie we'll talk about after. It's, that's also hilarious. Um, so the, Carter, Chris Tucker brings Jackie Chan or Lee to this like bar that's run by uh, uh, 
you know, in the back room is, is his criminal cousin who runs some sort of illegal operation and he doesn't bust him because he's his cousin. Uh, and he goes to get information oh, corruption. about corruption. Yes. And he goes to get information from him about all the guns that have been being traded to the specific gentleman who is uh, running the operation that stole, uh, kidnapped the, the little girl, right? The little girl. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like the, and pr- one of the, is like the Chinese president's daughter? Some, uh, the like general or daughter? some, some high up mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, entity. And so they go in there and, and, and uh, you know, Tucker's like, Chris Tucker's walking up to people and going like, what's up my N word. You know what I mean? Like he's just saying what's up to everyone. And then uh, he, he goes into the room and he, he has this fake stand up with his cousin. He's like, he's like, I'm going to fuck. He's like, you're going to have to get fuck out of here, Lee. And then he tells Lee to leave the room. And then he's just kidding. He's like, I'm just fucking with you. Cause he wanted to put on a show for uh, Lee. And then Lee goes out there and sits at the bar and there it's, it's so bad for a lot of reasons, but he goes up to the bar and to this white biker guy, he says, what's up my N word. <laughs> That's the guy. funny. Uh, here's the thing. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because it's the ignorance of someone who doesn't understand mm-hmm. the culture, not someone trying to be racist. In fact, it's the opposite. He didn't know and thought it was a, a word to, to greet anybody. I think anybody. the fact, and again, you know, it's important to recognize like, Movies made when it was made. When it was made, yeah. you have to like realize that, and it's also important to realize like there are jokes made around that time that are absolutely not okay, and are of course super fucking tone deaf and tasteless, and just like for the sake of like low hanging fruit, right? Right. But, like right. with that, the fact that he says it to like a white guy too, right? And the white guy adds, gets mad, and the white guy like starts layer. to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And they all try to beat the shit out Dude, of Dude, no of one Lee. can beat the shit out of Jackie Chan. Are you kidding me? I know. Dude, I know, Jackie Chan to this day, fucking probably 60 years old, could fucking beat the shit out of anyone. Oh, I'd fight him, though. Oh, he would wreck you. I did MMA. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I just wanted to say that I watched it, and I think because of the awareness that I've had of, of things like this for the past four years... Six years since I've been in America, especially LA, um, I'm very hyper aware of like feelings and, and people's sure. feelings with things like that. So when I saw it, my my opinion, which means nothing because I'm not a black person or a minority that it has been oppressed or affected by any of those words, I my interpretation or how I interpreted it was just like. No, like they're they're pointing out the ignorance of someone who didn't know, and then they're actually crucifying him for even saying it at all. Um, so it felt like it felt like it wasn't like it wasn't that bad. You know, I would, I would have to watch it because I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. But like it wasn't ha ha. Yeah. He said the n word. It was oh no, mm-hmm. he doesn't know. He just said the n word, mm-hmm. and then the white guy and everyone else there tries to beat the shit out of him for saying that word, and they're like. What did you just say? Watch your mouth, and but you know what I mean. So yeah. it was it, it was the on the the better side of 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 using that word for a punchline, but still, you know, on the other side of the coin, still someone you know who's not. Black I think that like the, the fact N-word. too that he said it to a white guy, I think adds a layer to the like commentary of it. And, Genuine question. And like, I don't. The fact I don't, that 
because uh, yeah, that just is like pure like he didn't know he he was ignorant to that. And then the fact right. that yeah, I think the fact that he was punished too within the context of the story, yeah. the character uh, was punished for and that. punished for exactly exactly like is, how is dare an you? Important thing too because like you know when you're in it shows that that's not okay and stuff and like when you develop a character and i'm not saying like rush hour is like this amazingly written story i fucking love it and that's man. fine but like at the end of the day it's an action comedy movie um yeah. but like you know when characters do and say things um they th- there's like a level of if a character were to do something really fucked up like even like for example like michael myers um He's a pure evil. He's a fucking murder and murder and fucking serial killer, right? But like, there's still a line that you don't cross. Yeah. Um, because then once you cross that line, it's like the point of no return. Yeah, you can't um, come back from and certain like, shit. I'm thinking of like in the 2018 remake of Halloween. Um, he literally kills a kid. He kills like a 12 year old kid. Which even for like a serial killer, like a fucking Jason type of killer, they're always killing like young adults or like adults, you know? So like to kill a kid, I'm like, that's pure fucking evil. There's no room for like... Redemption. Redemption or like glorification or like, because like with Freddy versus Jason, remember Freddy versus Jason? Did yeah. you ever see that? That was Freddy my favorite Jason. one. Love oh, yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. One. So fucking good. They tr- they and they do this with like Alien vs. Predator too. They always make one of them like the kind of good, right? Yeah. When in reality, obviously Jason was the good one, right? But I'm like, Jason is a good guy. <laughs> He's not a good of. guy. Jason yeah. is the lesser of two so, evils. So you know? yeah, but it's like so fucking evil. But we're meant to be like, oh, yeah, they're going to team up with Jason to kill Freddy. And it's like, motherfucker, Jason? You're going to team up with Jason? Jason is like a maniac. He's an idiot. He's a big, dumb idiot, man. He is a fucking idiot. He's an idiot for sure. Can we seriously all just for one second acknowledge just that he's a fucking idiot? Like, what a a dumpster truck of a human. (laughs) What a fucking moron. Yeah. He's a he's a refrigerator. <laughs> Jason with legs, is a man. fucking moron, dude. Yeah, unbelievable, man. But then, like, even with Alien dude with Predator, just about anything. like the yeah. Predator are like they t- like they team up with the Predator because like the Predator's the good one. But it's like well, we don't know the Predator. The Predator. He's a murderer. He's a predator. They're fucking a race a of fucking murderous warriors. Yeah. I'm like, sure, you can argue that like they hunt for sport and they uh have like morals and shit but it's like no because in the in alien versus predator the predator kills like a lot of the fucking human like the main girl in it her like friends and teammates and shit yeah but then at the end when she's the only one left she's like i'm gonna put all that aside and i'm gonna forgive it for now and i'm gonna team up forgive with and you. forget for survival though Gotta remember that. It's just one of the, it's like those things where like in movies you just look past these things, but in reality it'd be like, no, fuck you, you yeah. fucking piece of shit. You killed my friend. You killed my friend. I have a question. Answered. This is about rush hour again. And it's a genuine question, and it's ignorant, and I'm sorry in advance. 
but it's genuine. Is it more acceptable that Jackie Chan said the N-word or his character Lee said the N-word being that he's not white or being that he's Asian? Is there a, a crossover? Because I don't know what the culture is uh, 100% obviously surrounding it, but I definitely have heard and seen other you know, minorities using the N-word that aren't black. Um, and in, in the, those very specific contexts, it seemed as though that was normal or okay. Do you no, know? I don't think it's okay. It's not? Got From it. what I understand, Got it. it's not okay. In fact, I saw a, um, uh, a clip on Sway, Sway in the Morning, mm-hmm. um, and there was a, I believe he was Chinese artist, rapper, who was on there, and um, was like saying a bar or something that was a mix of some English words and some Chinese words. And there's a word in Chinese that sounds a lot like that word, um, the N-word, but it means like, I forget what it means, but it's just like a normal word that means like and or also or two or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a very normal word, but it just phonetically sounds similar to that. And they they stopped the artist and were like, Hey, don't say that word in your in your music. Like, don't Whoa. say that. Don't say that. And then he was like kind of confused because he English is not his first language. In fact, I don't know if he speaks he even. English other than like some words and his only in his music. You know, like there's artists that are from whatever country that may have like English in their songs, but it's only because they learned that they don't actually speak English. Yeah. So I think he had like a friend with him who was like his translator too or something. And so he was really like confused by like why they were reacting that way. But they were literally saying like, don't use that word in, in your music. Like that's not okay. Ah, and then yeah. he, he was like, once he like, like talked to his translator or whatever, it was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. That's not, that's not what that means. That, that this word means this in, in Chinese. Um, mm. And then they were like, oh, okay, okay. Because that's not okay. And he was like, no, 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 Okay, no. but don't say, say it though. <laughs> uh, but, it means but still the. remove that word. Well, but still you're going to have to not word. use that. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, see, what that. I'm saying is, it's like, it doesn't matter because I don't think it, that word is not for anyone who isn't black to say. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But, and yeah. again, look, dude, there are, are people that are okay with, like black people that are okay with anyone saying that word because they just personally don't care. So I think that there's right. like a general cultural thing, but then there's also like an individual basis. But like, again, who the fuck am I to say? But right. that's just a, a good who example of like, no, I don't think anyone should say that if you're not black. Right. Agreed. And uh, moving on to the next thing that I watched um, on a funny note, and then we'll end with Dahmer. But the next thing I watched... And I loved it, and I genuinely laughed so hard multiple times and thought of you was Grandma's Boy. I love Grandma's Boy, dude. Dude, genuinely really good and genuinely... Classic, like it's so so funny. So funny, dude. And it's like one of those movies that came out in that time period that like kind of flew under the radar because it was like, it didn't have any like big names in it. Like It it actually had some pretty big names. It had, well, he wasn't big yet, but it had... uh, um, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Yeah, but it was yeah. like 2002 or 2003. Also, why is fucking JP Adam Driver? <laughs> Dude. 
He looks just like he Adam does Driver. Look like Adam Driver, kind of, yeah. And it's not Adam Driver, correct? Dude, no. <laughs> I literally <laughs> thought it was Adam Driver. I was no, like, it's not Adam Driver, man. It's the guy, I uh, forget his name, but he's he's also an avatar. He's media. like one of the other guys in Avatar. Um, so he's, no, he's so incredibly amazing. funny in that, dude. He's like, yeah, that's why, that's why, because you're old and you need to sleep more. <laughs> And then, dude, he's when so he's, like, good. in his, like, office, in his chair, like, doing, yeah. like, programming or whatever, and he's, like, blasting, <laughs> blasting the fucking techno music, and the guy walks in, and he's, like, can you turn the music down? He's, like, what? I wish Is you it had too knocked. loud for you? And he's, like, Are you um, afraid of it? Are you? F- oh, yeah, he's, like, why? Are, are you afraid of it? He's, like, no, I just don't like techno. He's, like, you would if you had robot ears. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's dude, so dude. good. And then when he's, like, literally just, like, hiding Slid up against the wall. on my face. <laughs> Sit on my face, dude. When he's like hiding up against the wall, and uh, the main guy comes out, Alex, Alex, right? Yeah, yeah, comes out, and he's like, "Hey, JP, what are you doing?" He's like, <laughs> "I'm just oh, no, thinking about like, my game." He says, "I'm thinking about my game." Thinking about my game. Like, that's an excuse. It's gonna be. Glorious or something. Yeah, and he's like, he isn't away. he like? He's like, I hate your face. <laughs> but he's all, he's also As like. He turns away. How can you see me or something no, no, like no, that? So he goes, it's fucking weird. He's like, you're fucking weird. And he walks away, and then he's like, I hate your face. As he's down the hall, he turns like, the fuck did you say? He's just like, and then he walks off. He's like, you're fucking weird, dude. He's that, like, it's so. Funny. He turns around. He's like. How can he hear me? Or no, how, <laughs> how can he see me? <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, like he says so that and good. he's just clearly like a little bit further down the hallway. I hate your face. And he just stops. <laughs> what was that, JP? <laughs> he walks away. How can he see me? So good, dude. <laughs> it reminded me of SP7. Like some of the comedy in that was so ahead of its time and the jokes were so good. Dude, and I couldn't believe Jonah Hill getting to suck on that titty. How is that even allowed in in film? Like I was thinking, I was like, "There's no way he didn't love that." Oh, he was and, bricked up for sure. And what about Dude, Jonah her? Hill? Like, was she's ripped. cool with it? Like, nah, she actually wasn't. They forced it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, was she just like, "I'm, ha- I love it," or was she like, "Don't enjoy that. Better not be enjoying that." You know what I mean? And that could have went either way. Like, how do you I be think professional? when it comes to like? When you're uh, sucking on a titty. Sexual things in movies, you know, there's it's unwritten rules. I actually don't know, and I'm curious because, like, obviously, right? as a director, and if I have like sex scenes and sexual encounters and stuff, and in movies, like learning about how to direct those scenes and what's okay to ask and stuff like that. But there's you Okay, there's, rolling <laughs> literally. <laughs> and okay, we gotta we gotta fucking roll on this right now. We gotta fucking roll gotta, this right oh, now. Whoa, whoa, we gotta roll on this now. Um but there's things called like intimacy coaches um ah. who are like it's their role to like work with the two actors um through those scenes and stuff. Um and make sure that there's like, you know, uh, and agreed upon an equal level of comfort and what's okay and what's not and things like that. And um, I'll say this in a general way. She was probably just down. Yeah. To do that. Um, <laughs> I can't even imagine, dude. 
crazy. Getting your nips sucked. Getting my nips sucked for that long, and Jonah Hill. So many some, takes like, too. Dude, spanking he kept, her ass like this, <laughs> dude. And and you know for a fact he kept. Jonah, you want to go for another one? Dude, yep. He kept purposefully messing up takes in order to do more. Oh, uh, I fucked that one up. I fucked that one. Oh, uh, I, f- I fucked that uh, one up. Uh, 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 I'm fucking it. We gotta up. go I'm again. I up. think probably spend the rest of the day on this. <laughs> Guys, you're gonna want to watch me do this for more takes. <laughs> Dude, that movie literally is so fucking good and so funny. Like the the rom com aspect of it is like not cringy or over the top. The comedy is like really actually funny. super yeah. funny. And it's like the a, game, a more, pl- like the video unique. game aspect of it. Yeah, it's the, unique. The budget mm-hmm. was great. Like the way they did set design and stuff like that. Some of the fucking camera movements were impeccable. Like there's this one scene where they he he goes because he uh, JP just stole the game from him, and he goes back to that pothead guy who's incredible also, by Dante. the way. Dante. And he's standing above the couch. He's like, I want you to mix the the zombie and this. And this is like, oh, man, no one's ever done that. He's like, uh, no one's ever been brave enough. This guy is. And then he sits down. And the way he moved the camera and they sat down in a one take was so perfect and smooth. It was like, yo, that was so beyond. Like, who the fuck DP'd that? Yeah. Or, or camera operated that? Because I was like, that was so out of this thing's fucking league. And then I started paying attention. I was like, there's a lot of incredible camera movement and stuff. For its time, I was like, damn, for some like late night comedy, this shit is gas. Mm. I could watch it again right now. It was genuinely so I funny. I love that movie. Yeah. Dude, and the guy who has a car bed, I forget, Nick. Nick Swartzen, dude. He's so He's good so in good. it too, man. So he fucking, fucking funny. Uh, oh yeah, I got your your bed right there. It's like a blow up fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, and he jumps on the He's bed. Like, He's like um yeah so <laughs> nice car bed thanks yeah my roommate's got no, it for me he calls his parents his roommates yeah. <laughs> he's like parents yeah, yeah i'm trying to talk him into getting me rims <laughs> yeah and then dude w- he's also so funny when he, they're at the office and shit uh and what'd he say he's like he's like hey i'm gonna challenge you to a dance dance revolution and he, nick schwartz is like uh we don't have dance dance revolution so you're dumb <laughs> it was just the way he said it was so good. Yeah. Man. It's and then movie. what else does he fucking say? Oh, dude, when Alex stays at his house that night and then he's jerking off to the doll <laughs> to the and the mom walks in. Oh, I can't stop coming. Stop. <laughs> it feels so good. Dude, and then like, yeah, then the smash cut to him like outside. So yeah. good. So good. So good. And then she, the next morning, drops him off at yeah. work with his lunch bill. Love you, mommy. And he's just like, like it's so good, like mm-hmm. the the way they do it, because you could have because it's like raunchy, but it's not too raunchy, right. like right. And the comedy, they're like, not relying on the raunchiness for the just the punchline of the joke. Mm-hmm. Like there's there are moments where it, the raunchiness is the joke, but a lot of those moments have really great bits, mm-hmm. really great writing, really great acting. When was to, that? Like 2006, something like that. I think it was 2013, actually. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. I'm gonna guess it was 20 uh, 2006. No. Definitely wasn't 2003. Come on, man. How much money? 25 bucks. Deal? Double or nothing. Deal? Look at me. Deal? Deal? No, 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 no deal. No deal. No, no, no. no, no. Who the fuck do you think I am? (laughs) Because they they advertised self. 2006. I knew it. (laughs) 2006? Bro, that movie is so ahead of its time. I remember that that was my favorite movie 
for a few years. I thought it was so good. It was so funny. And it's funny because, like, you know, a few years later is when the raunchier stuff started to, like, American Pie. No, American Pie was earlier. American Pie, the first American Pie was 99. Um, Wow. But, I mean, like, uh, super bad, knocked up, like, uh, uh, Zach and Mira make a porno. Like that, once like Seth Rogen came into the scene, like the raunchier stuff, like started to forty year old version. Forty year old version was two thousand four, so maybe I'm actually wow. wrong. <laughs> and it's always been there. <laughs> it's always been there. No, I mean forty year old version was like an earlier one for Seth Rogen though. Like he was so young on that one. He like and he also like forty year old version. I think the it wasn't like too raunchy because that's what the story was it was about sex and it was about this four-year-old guy having sex dude four-year-old virgin is so funny i need to watch that again i haven't seen that in years yeah it's so good it really is man and that was like genius before that was right before the office even started yeah that's true he he like definitely took some of that character that's the stiffness with him to the office you know oh yeah like the awkwardness like, and like, yeah, fuck, man. But you got, we gotta sit, wait till I come to town because we gotta watch Grandma's Boy together. There's so many fucking moments that we will laugh our goddamn ass off. Yep, like it's so good. I was laughing just thinking about how hard we'd be laughing at. Dude, this. And it's crazy because Grandma's Boy has a 33 meta score. Losers, what the fuck? Let's see the Dude, lowest. So good. The lowest review on here is a 12. Out of 100. This is one of those movies where you stay rooted in your seat just to see how bad it can really get. What? Next one, 25. A pathetic stoner comedy. Next one, 25. There's no drug potent enough to make Grandma's Boy worth 87 minutes of your life. Wow. Fuck you. It's so funny, dude. It's The bits are so good. Like, what are you talking about? It's like... It has moments of like super bad and like The Office sort of. Well, well, dude. I mean, there there are movies, so many great movies that get totally trashed by critics, um, but that doesn't matter. Like Dumb and Dumber has a forty one Metascore. The original Dumb and Dumber. First, here's the 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 lowest one's a ten. An uneven collection of bodily function jokes, facial gyrations, sexual jibes, and pedestrian slapstick. Dumb and Dumber appears to have been conceived by the leading lugheads themselves. That's pretty funny. That's a pretty good review. That's pretty funny. That is a pretty funny review. Um, (laughs) It's because people don't understand that Dumb and Dumber is purposefully so stupid, and it's led by two masters at what they're doing that play it so well that if you don't think about it, like past the first surface level, you'll easily be like, Oh, that movie's so dumb. Like so stupid. Like, but then you think about like it Sugar again and you're like, Oh wait, it's actually genius. Yeah. Yeah. I never had to think about it again. Always thought it was genius. <laughs> and on that note, um, we are geniuses and that's going to be our time guys. Thank you so much for, Tuning in to Beyond the Pine. Time. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsor, Honey. Um, thank you, Honey. We love you. Thanks for all the love on the last SB7 vlog, too. Um, Truly. That was a, a blast to finish that. Um, and I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. Me too, man. We love you guys. Hey, if you want to come out to see me uh, 
Direct Support, Beach Weather, the band, on October 19th in Phoenix, Arizona at a venue called Valley Bar. You should come out. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be awesome. And once again, go pre-save and listen to my single, Ottawa Rockstar. Yeah, uh, It'll be in the link in the description. The song comes out tonight. Technically Can Friday, I get a drink te- over te- here? Can I get a drink over here? Thank you, guys. <laughs>